Hello folks, we are back with another week of Creative Cut. Um, I am Jocelyn Robinson, the Creative Director, and with us we have Tiffany, um, our brand strategist, as well as our designer. Um, each week we try to bring you guys something about our creative processes, about the methods and how we uh, come up with some of the concepts from our perspectives on our modules, our services, and um Today, we are going to be going over all things infrastructure. So we have a few topics that we're going to discuss with you, but we're going to start with the um, just understanding what a good foundation is. Um, we've talked before in the ideation, inspiration, creative credo. We want to highlight what an infrastructure is and, you know, how important it is to have a strong infrastructure for your brand, for your business, for a concept. Um, because honestly, if you don't have a strong infrastructure, you're trying to start a business, it's going to be difficult. I'm not going to say it's going to fail. It's just going to be a little bit difficult. So, <laughs> it, 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 no, seriously, uh, it is. I've, I've <laughs> sat down and I've seen so many folks, um, you know, really struggle without yeah. a you know understand yeah. fully understanding their brand or the thought that they're trying to you know kind of put out there so when you have a strong infrastructure you have a strong business you have strong services you have strong you know uh i guess Resources. products mm -hmm. yeah all of that. if you have a weak foundation you're gonna have a weak business model and so that's something that we really try to talk through is just uh, defining and understanding your business model. That's a part of your infrastructure. Um, the um, who is going to be in place, how the business is going to operate, some of the things, some of the legal pieces mm -hmm. that need to take place. We have folks that can really help you with. Um, I know a lot of people think, oh, I want to just start with a brand name. But is that name even available? Um, are you going to be flagged by the trademark and company? Because a lot of yes. folks are just like, I want to do, you know, Mike's car wash. Well, Mike's car wash might be taken and you might have to do Michael and Miguel <laughs> car wash around the corner. <laughs> you, you might have to put some unique factors around it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we really kind of talk through the. It, understanding, you know, how to register your business, understanding um, what the, uh, I'm sorry, my notes went away. <laughs> Almost panicked. My notes went away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, under like the business name, understanding that there's naming reservations, understanding how to incorporate your business. That's all a part of the infrastructure. These are things that have to be handled on the back end so that you can even have a front end. Uh, yeah. Most people call it the the scut work because it does, they don't want to do it, but that's the legal work so that you can properly operate as a business. Um, the last thing that you want to do is take off running and then to know that somebody had your business name and you didn't trademark it or you know you didn't I see incorporate it all it. the time. Yeah, so all the time we work and we partner with uh, brand uh, trademarking attorneys that really. Uh, kind of handle that. Some of our creative partners are trademarking attorneys that actually handle that type of, um, that's their job. So we sit down and work mm -hmm. closely with them. And once we are cleared, you know, we sit down and we're a little bit more comfortable with flushing out your idea. So business models. Um, we have a creative canvas is what we call it. Some people call it a business canvas model, but we have a creative canvas because we incorporate all of those things. And we talked through them with you. Um, I think we spoke on some of them. Tiffany, I think you spoke before, like the value proposition, resources, distribution channels, 
um, your partners, uh, the actual uh, who's going to run your business, mm-hmm. uh, things of that nature. And you, I think our module number four is, mm-hmm. yeah, module number four is what we sit down and we kind of say, hey, how is this business going to run? Um, if it's a nonprofit, mm-hmm. are you going to have a board? Are you going to have, you know, who is your staff going to be? If it's going to be a business, what, you know, who's going to be put in place for over, you know, marketing, your branding, um, the legal team. A lot of people, when they first start, they don't necessarily have the resources or the the funds to have um, like a, a lawyer or an attorney or somebody right. to sit down and say, ah, you may want to, you know, did you do an LLC? Is it a, you know, incorporation? Is it an S Corp or a C Corp? We kind of go over that module goes over everything and kind of gives you uh, all of the information that you need for your business to start it. Um, I call it information overload, but I don't it care. Is. It's something that it you is. absolutely need to understand. Um, I shouldn't say I don't care. I care, guys. Like, I really do uh. care. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, I don't care. But no, I care. I, it's, I care so much that I want to give you the inf- We want to give you the information so that you can make, you know, educated and calculated decisions on what is best for your brand and business. Um, Before we can even get to the fun part of the visuals and branding, we have to sit down and we have to do the legal portion of it. So, or you, excuse me, you have to do the legal (laughs) portion of it. We will give you the tools to do that. Um, So that's just like, you know, point one. Um, And our module number, like our module four, it's really information where it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you go over, how do you want to set this up? What are your revenue streams going to be? What is a revenue stream? We identify some of those for you. Um, what uh, do you need? You know, what is your, how do you going to go in your sales guide and marketing? Um, excuse me, sales plan, marketing plan, things of that nature. So, um, yeah. It's like, it's, it's the non-fun part yeah, it's not of coming fun. up with your business. And, you, know, you know, I say it's the nerd part. It's the nerd <laughs> part where you really get a chance to nerd out so that when, the, the, I, I want to say I've, I've come across this a lot where we have people and when I ask them about, you know, their business, they don't understand if they don't know how to incorporate it. They just said, you know what, you know, I did this because that was the safest thing to do. Or, you know, somebody told me to do an LLC. And I said, well, why did you do yep. an LLC? Is this going to help yep. you out come tax season or should you be in a corporation or should you be a C Corp or an S Corp or you know, what does your, what did your, do you have board members? Um, and some people are just like, mm, didn't think about that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we want you to think about it because the IRS will think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot. A lot. So, you know, we do try to give you the resources to set you up right. Um, and you kind of point you in the right direction. Again, Creative Has has a heap of creative partners that we work with to help you build out your infrastructure. So I always say weak foundation, weak mm. business model, um, strong foundation, strong business model and service, uh, service offerings. Um, what do we, Oh, the right people <laughs> point. The, another one of our discussion topics is having the right people and partners and collaborators mm. in place. I cannot tell you, um, how important it is to align yourself with, you know, the people that can help you thrust, move, push, progress mm. your business forward. Thrust. Thrust it forward. <laughs> like, thrust it forward. Guys. My God. Here's the thing. What are we talking this, about here? I mean, look, guys. You said you wanted me to host this thing. We're going to thrust it on along. <laughs> 
So this is what was in my notes. But um, however, we you actually them. wrote down thrust, <laughs> thrust it forward. All right, <laughs> you know this. I mean, any whatever I can do to get the point across, that's what I'm going to do. Um, different people grasp onto different, different strokes things. for different folks. <laughs> different strokes. For different <laughs> this is this is our podcast, folks. Um, so when you have like the right folks in place, that can help because in the beginning, I'll think back to. Oh, God, I had nobody, Jesus. I had no mm. one. Um, and so that is honestly what made that that was that was a reason to kind of fuel creative heads. It's like, how can we be a resource, an all encompassing resource to businesses and um, brands? But um, like, for example, we did have I did have a mentor. I always tell people it's good to have a mentor, to have somebody that you can really yeah. a mentor that is. I won't say necessarily in the field that you're in, but they have managed and or master that area that you're trying to, you know, industry that you're trying to break into. That is yeah. important um, mm-hmm. because they can speak from a place of knowledge. I speak from I didn't have too many resources. We built them. Um, and then I started collaborating. So when we were like, of course, like Tiffany and I, we sat down. I was like, listen, you know, it was a couple of years in the making. We won't talk about Tiffany today, but <laughs> it was just like, I was like, you know, we need to have a very strong design um, background and just service offering with, you know, logos, websites, uh, brand treatments and things of that nature, you know, social media graphics. And I was like, you know, let's just kind of just let's collaborate and see what we can kind of do um, together. Um, and, and this was just I mean, we took something very simple um, and we just continue to repeat repetition. If you can, can, can continue to kind of kill it in low level, low hanging fruit. Um, I would say do that. Collaborate with folks that you know that, you know, work well with your brand, work well with your, you know, the concept that you're trying to present that understands, that can support, that can, you know, push you when you don't necessarily, um, you know, have all the tools. I don't identify as being the smartest person in the room. I'm smart enough to get us there. Um, but I am smart enough to also get help. <laughs> I will yell, help. Um, and I will definitely go get it. So that's something that you want to make sure that you have some really strong um, strong folks that can you can surround yourself with to kind of help you think through your brand, um, the components of your brand that you need. Um, you know, um, partners. Um, who can you partner with? I know I said, you know, people, but who can you like partner up with to, you know, push your mission, push your idea, um, treat it as treat it as if it's their baby as well. And, you know, they can give you the constructive criticism that you need to grow. A lot of folks are always just kind of like a yes, 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 yes. You have to I always say leave room for error, leave room, give yourself permission to fail. That's something that a lot of people don't do. You're not, I mean, I'm not going to speak and say you're not going to hit a home run the first go round. <laughs> you you might. I didn't. Sometimes, I mean, I, I hit some good balls, but, you know, they weren't necessary. I had to learn. I had to learn. We could probably slap one out on the field now, but because uh, I got <laughs> some good folks in the place. But um, you want to, again, those resources and people are important when you're building a brand because mm-hmm. you don't have everything. You can't think about everything. You don't yeah. know everything. And what you don't know, you have to put folks in place that know um, or that are knowledgeable um, partners, mentors, people, 
resources, tools. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else. Um, like, for example, I knew that we did not want a brick and mortar um, because we had worked out of co-working spaces. One of the reasons why we have a co-working space is because there are other people there that, you know, think uh, like minded individuals who have a very strong background or just in entrepreneurship um, and understanding. Dang, I fell. I've fallen down a couple of times. Um mm -hmm who understand what it means to fail. Failure is not the end of a concept. It's just you got to get yourself up, dust yourself off and be like, "Woo, that was rough. Um, so when somebody can, when you can, you know, have someone to share those ideas with or uh, you go through that with, they can kind of tell you, you can learn from them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that is one of the reasons why we chose uh, co-working spaces. And then also, too, to be inspired by others. You can sit down and you can learn a lot just from seeing the growth of another business. It is super important to have the right folks in place mm -hmm. um, to build your infrastructure. I mean, yeah, you can have some friends there, but I, I always like people that are going to challenge me. Um, that's just me personally. I don't necessarily know when it comes to, you know, collaboration. What does that look like for you, Tiffany? I mean, I know it, it looks different for different folks. I look for folks that are, that are going to challenge me, but... You know, some people might need to be. Well, I mean, for. I think um, in terms of, you know, building an infrastructure, you have to kind of know what your weaknesses are and what your strengths are, you know, because ultimately you need to have resources and people around you that are going to fill the gaps that you can't. So, it, you know, and that's kind of one of the lessons that I've I've learned along my journey you know, if you, let's just say, you know, you're partnering with somebody that's just like you, mm -hmm. you guys probably have the same weaknesses and strengths and mm -hmm. therefore you won't be moving forward because you don't, while you're like focused on this right here and you do this well, you really need this over here Correct. to help pull your business mm -hmm. forward, you know? And so... You know, I feel like in terms of building your business and the infrastructure, you have to be able to, you know, fill in the gaps. And and one of the things that That's I wanted good. to just kind of speak good. to, I found this article online and um, it was talking about just some of the key takeaways and the key things to think of in terms of, um, you know, your business and what to look out for, especially when you're starting out. Um, and this is what it says. It says there are three main points mm. and it says running out of money is a small business's biggest risk. Man. And I mean, that's it's running out of money. It's not having the money to start it. It's not factoring all the costs that go into mm -hmm. what it takes to run your business and to keep it running. So that's yes, one of the biggest point. risks, right? Mm -hmm. um, and not being clear about what your revenue is and, and all of those small details. So, you know, I know that's something that we have in our module as well, just really mm -hmm. breaking down your revenue sources and mm -hmm. those kind of things. Um, another really important point is inexperience managing a business or an unwillingness to delegate, is the biggest pitfall for most companies. 
So think about that. I mean, are you talking about me when I first started? No, no, I'm not. You can take it personally if you want to, but I crossed my toes. I'm just saying, Um, delegation. That's 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 real. It's huge. And I think well, before you before you go down your list, I think for me with delegation, it was so hard because this was this is my baby. This is what you you wanted to grow. Yeah. But I had to get to a point to where I said, you know what? I given this everything that I could give it. And the best thing for me to do is delegate and allow people to help me. And because I can't do everything. You can't be and a one man say, show. We you ramped cannot. up. Man, we ramped up. And I was sitting over here like, oh my. Um, <laughs> uh, I was like, I can't do this. I was, I was like, I really thought I could do it. And I could not. And please help me. Please. I mean, seriously, please help me out. Um, I, I know I sit down. I sit down. I'll tell anybody. Um, that is that is so real. Um, but yeah, I had is. to learn that the best thing for a business for growth is to delegate. And that is okay. I was like, you can pry it out of my hand. It was <laughs> rough. I'm like, oh, that was a little rough. Yeah. yeah. For me, that was rough. That was a rough one. And then the you ooh, running out of money. That you put that that was such a different spin on it because most people think I need so much money. Yes, you do need, you know, seed money to get it started. But managing the money that you have, you know, it's, I, I, I saw this on um, <laughs> on Dangerous Minds when they said um, <laughs> they say it is a good thing to get an A, but how do you keep an A? Can yeah. you maintain it? And I was just like, this is the realest thing that I've ever heard in my life. A shout out to Dangerous Minds. <laughs> Because maintaining that A is hard. Yeah, you get yeah. an A, you be excited about it, but to keep it, that mm-hmm. A status, yeah. yeah. So a lot of people think that, you know, having a business is good. But when you're trying to scale a business, there is a whole different um, thought process that goes into that. And you absolutely have to have the proper people in place to manage that process. Um I will tell you this just based off of my first year filing taxes. When we first started doing the business taxes, I was like, <sighs> oh man. I'm go to jail because this is not- I was I was so I was so shook. Um and it, the accountant was so super nice with just accountant, having an accountant in place. Yo. We have to have that because that's not me. That's I right. am not the accountant. I'm not her. Don't be trying to DIY, do no, it yourself, no, 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 TurboTax and stuff. <laughs> no, you got, you got TurboTax and say you there. Be like, you can do it. You be like going to jail, going to jail. <laughs> All right, finish your list. Okay, okay. so it's good. just good. It was just one more, and this okay. is really important too. Poorly planned or executed marketing campaigns. Mm. <laughs> Again, <laughs> underestimating what it takes to actually market your business. You know what I'm saying? Having the adequate marketing and publicity for your business. You know, these these are like crucial. These are the key crucial things crucial that take businesses down. And, and, and they and take businesses down. They take them down. <laughs> I know, it, you know, here's the thing. People, and I'm just going to be honest. I mean, I, I don't. No, I'm, we're working on me and honesty, but you know, <laughs> how far is too far? 
But um, oh, 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 what are you gonna say? What you gonna say? <laughs> you, don't be scared. No, but I, I sit down and people think that they can just jump on Instagram and just post without a plan. We know. <laughs> I, we know, they we think know. That they can just jump on Instagram and be like, you know what? I'm gonna just throw this up. I'm gonna throw this up, and they have like one like, and they be like, how? It, it is a, you hurt. have to. Feelings devastated. I've hurt. seen folks that are just content. Is here's the thing, <laughs> content is great. So you you have to really sit down and have a well thought out marketing plan behind the content that you have. So you know when they say a marketing campaign, they mean it. They mean you need to really sit down and understand what is your marketing strategy. What is that like? You have to have do a you have for your one? marketing. You have to have a budget for that. You have to have a budget for marketing. When, because when, now... And when, when, even when we sit down and, you know, take on clients, I always say... <laughs> what's that? What do you always say? <laughs> I always say... Oh, <laughs> then we both stop. Like, what? No. I always ask, you know, what is the goal? What is yeah. your goal? Why are you doing... What? What is your... What do you want your content to do for Instagram? Do you want it to captivate your audiences? Do you want to increase your likes? Do you want to get more engagement? In in all of these are fine, but you still have to put a plan in place for each one of these and how you're going to achieve it. Most people don't, you know, think through. They just think we're going to throw up some pictures. We're going to post. Posting consistently is great. But if you're not posting without purpose, mm. I don't think. Come on. Did. Post with a purpose. Yeah, if you're not posting with purpose, <laughs> tagline, hashtag, posting with purpose. <laughs> Yes. But no, if you're if you don't, you know, have some type of strategy or purpose behind what you're doing or some type of marketing goal that goes into your marketing goals, you know, structure, it, you know, structure. that that's a part of your infrastructure. Most people are, you know, they just go out, you know, throw the content up and they come back. Jocelyn, why is it not doing well? Well, <laughs> did we let's sit down and look at your marketing plan. Let's I, I'm going to always go back to my road. My roadmap is your strategy. I always go back to the strategy. I always go back to the goals we put in place. And yep. a lot of people don't sit down and, you know, they're, I won't say they're not patient, but you have to have patience to let your goals unfold, um, you know, so that we can sit down and monitor progress. We had an account maybe 2019. Um, I don't want to call it off just yet, but I can remember they started out with maybe 10, 12,000 Instagram followers. We did a nine month treatment on them and they had about 70 followers by the time we got done. So I was like, you know what? It took some time and 70K. They jumped up to 70K. Ah, 70K. You said they had 70 followers. From 12 to 70K. Ah. And I was just like, you know, but I mean, it took us following the strategy. It took us, I mean, this guy was like posting three times a day. I mean, he was on it. I mean, but his content was good too. His content was good. He had a good brand voice. Um, Their images kind of. Excuse me, their images kind of sold themselves, but he was just like, you know, his messaging, the messaging behind what we had was very strong and he was very much so engaged. It was just a matter of us just kind of putting a strategy together, but he was very hands on with what he wanted the voice to sound like. He wanted to be mm-hmm. kind of, you know, laced. It was his voice um, <laughs> and the story that he wanted to tell, but um, it was very much so, 
You know, I was watching that girl and I like progress. I like to look at progress reports. I always like to go back and be like, what did we do this month to make it? You yeah. know, what did we do different? So we have those kind of indicators that we put in there, the factors, um, the performance indicators that we kind of put in there to say, hey, um, what made this post perform better than the other one? But it also takes patience and it takes time. But the biggest thing, it takes strategy because that is that's our roadmap. I cannot work without a roadmap. Most folks just kind of, you know, just start posting. I mean, we did that. I mean, I, I'll say I'm I'm, we, I'm guilty, you know, started posting. And I was just like, ooh, we don't have a roadmap. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to go back and sat down. We had to sit down and just kind of uh, think through uh, the marketing piece of things. So those are good. Um, ooh, this last point I'm excited about. So we are going to go over... <laughs> Um, some examples of some successful businesses and some not so successful businesses. And it's not they're not successful. It's just that they just need a little work. Because I mean, we don't want to sit on here and fire shots at folks. That's not who we are. I mean, and no. if, if, if you all and if you feel like that, I'm gonna be like, yo, come talk to me. Um, let me see how we can help. We weren't trying to hurt y'all feelings. You know, you was just a part of the examples. But um, one of the ones that I always I'm talking about every time. Mm-mm. The beat drop. Mm-mm. I have Ooh. a little mm, 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 mm. Arby's. Arby's. Oh. <laughs> Arby's has <laughs> had <laughs> this beat. They changed it. I'm trying to think when they changed. They've had this beat. I know at least seven years. And yeah. that I mean when it when it it now they've even added. We've got chicken, chicken nuggets. <laughs> I mean it's the voice. It's the when the beat drop. And I'm just like, Arby's, y'all are really killing the game. But they took one beat and they are riding it out for seven years. And every time it drops, I'm at the, I'm on TV. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, man. And then the uh, the voice, we have the meats. I'm like, Arby's. So, and I look at, you know, that's just based off of sound. They, they have a successful little ditty to them um, a ditty. I don't even know I, I think I went I mean I mean I might have tried a nugget based off of this guy saying um is that Ben Rains is that you are kidding me I is it Ben Rains I'm gonna now I got to go double I got to go we have the beats I, I can't so shout out to our producer Keith is in the background doing his thing he always Keith. facilitates these uh podcasts he's the one that you see the pop-ups that's him so shout out to Keith our multimedia producer, but um, so I don't want y'all to think I was just talking to myself. <laughs> that was that's my race. No, that's 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 key. That's key. But no, so I, I think that Arby's has a successful. Um, and this is just based off of um the sound. That's that. Whenever you hear that beat drop, you don't have to see the TV. It's Arby's. When you hear we have the meats, it's them. They just had a little chicken sandwich that they came out with, and I was like. I don't even, I have not, you know, I might have to go. I don't really, I don't do too much fast food, but I'm definitely, I might. Because they said they got the meats. Because <laughs> they said. The beat dropped. The beat, so that beat, that's a tough beat. That oh, beat so hard. Um, of course, Apple. Apple, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Samsung kind of hung with them with this new, uh, that, that new Galaxy. I always, just me being a techie, I go tech brands because I just like the, the visuals are so cool and, you know, even like with different cameras, Canon had a commercial that just blew my whole mind on Instagram. I was just like, save, 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 
save. But um, anything tech. So Apple has a very strong, um, they're a successful business. They always, anything that they drop, they're going to have a line that's two, three, four blocks down. They have a clean infrastructure. Apple's business card, if I'm not mistaken, it's just like, you know, a white card with a silver apple on it. Maybe like the rainbow foil. Um, and it's just so simple, so subtle. But their, I mean, their their marketing is just so clean until, and they always, always, always have some dope music. If you, I don't know if you've noticed, but tech <clears throat> brands, when they bring out a new phone, this was back in the day, um, when they had like this, it was a chocolate phone and it came out of some speakers and the speakers, when the, the beat was jumping and, uh, you know, it had like these bubbles around the phone. And I was just like, I don't even like the phone, but the marketing was so good until I always go tech brand. So mm. Arby's for that beat because it was just so tough. Apple for their, and Samsung for their visuals. Um, and normally the music behind it. They normally have some real, you know, good music behind it. Um, so those are a few. Those are a few of the good ones. I was like, I'm doing good. I'm doing good <laughs> brands. I just want to let you guys know I'm doing good brands. So uh, Tiffany, what are the not so good brands? <laughs> so I, I guess my I that'll be sheepish. That'll be sheepish. So I will highlight some fails. Oh, um, oh. I will highlight some fails. And I'm going to highlight, <laughs> again, in relation to infrastructure and okay. oh, the mm. business. So um, one of the ones that I want to just speak on is one that we all know and love. This might be I'm showing our so age. Scared. This might be showing our age. Say a so, for those of you who know, you know. If you don't know, that means you're too young. So anyway, oh. so, Blockbuster. So, so. Blockbuster. <laughs> So the reason I want to highlight this brand, block for those of you who don't know, Blockbuster was a card? video and DVD rental uh, company business. So <sighs> you could go, you could go into the store, find all the latest movies, take it home, rent it for a few days. Right? This is back in the day. Okay, Blockbuster so, was fun. The issue, and it's so funny because it was, you know, I want to say maybe this was in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, around that time. And they were very successful for a long period oh, of time oh, until the digital age started seeping <laughs> in. And the world started changing. And they started with VHS and then they did move forward with offering DVDs. I, I remember mm-hmm. it so clearly. I do, because I remember Blu-ray a little bit. Yep. So um, now what I read, and this is so interesting. Yes, Keith. What I read is that Blockbuster, from a top down, they were not flexible in their infrastructure to allow for no. changes in their business structure. So to accommodate the changing economy, uh, uh, economy. And so I believe, if I read correctly, Blockbuster... Look at the car. They didn't start... um, So as, as things are changing in the world and, you know, people are getting real spoiled with things... Um, at the time, I believe Netflix 
was mm-hmm. just starting to pop off and they were something new and they approached Blockbuster with a partnership opportunity mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they wanted to advertise in the stores and in exchange they would uh, showcase Blockbuster movies on their digital platform. But because Blockbuster was not open to the concept and open to change, they basically, uh, it caused them to go out of business. And so, you know, they weren't accommodating their customer needs. And at the time it was like, okay, can we get movies sent to the home? Do you guys ship stuff out? Can we order online? They were not open to these changing uh, to the change in market, and so it ultimately mm. led to their downfall. And their Netflix ended up succeeding and becoming a competitor, and you see where they are now. So that's one example of not being flexible, even with an infrastructure that you do create. You still have to be with the times and you have to be willing to adapt and change. And, you know, another example that I want to share are um, big box um, um, fashion stores, like department stores, like Mm. Macy's, JCPenney's, Sears. So, you know, it's it's kind of a similar story in that. And I know in particular, I know the story of Macy's, Um, They were very, very popular, you know, in the early 1990s. And, um, you know, they they were uh, one of those uh, department stores that people did things in, you know, they celebrated in, Mm -hmm. not only just shopped in. And so um, it was a really huge part of, you know, people who, you know, people shopping experiences. And so they were offered an opportunity to start selling products on TV. And because the like CEO and don't don't quote me on this, but um again, you know, because, I'm about to, you know I'm about to call. I'm calling them tomorrow well, I'm, and be like, it's y'all crazy. Did, you you blew it. The CEO or whoever was running the, the company at the time did not want to change his business model. He wanted people to physically come into the stores you know he did, he was very traditional in that sense okay. um and so he was not down with the idea of you know any type of like televised marketing or that kind of thing they lost an opportunity and on top of that QVC was born QVC. which ended up you know just going off the charts and, you know, introducing consumers to a new way of shopping and, you know, department stores started declining uh, because of that, you know, that way of thinking. So I guess with all that being said, you know, I just want to stress that you have to also, you have to understand what your customers wanting, what type of lifestyle they need so that you can adapt your business to them and then, you know, make the changes necessary to, to stay thriving. Yes. So, and relevant. Adaptation yeah. is not bad. Most people think that they are, you know, selling themselves short, but you know, it's like, don't be, don't be so stubborn and stuck in your ways. You know, it, it, it kills me to see that like you blew an opportunity because you did not want to bend or 
you know, come out of your traditional way of thinking and you underestimated what this digital age was going to be. I mean, it kills you. Know? you it kills me. It I kills used me. To, I love, it hurts my heart And then to see, see it. And then um, to see it. Like even, it makes, I, I just remember seeing like Macy's going through all these rebrands. They were hiring all these different art directors. You know, they were trying to push campaigns to stay relevant and be fresh. I remember seeing it and being like, oh, they are dying. <laughs> They were no, I you were trying to. It, 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 it really, it hurts me because mm-hmm. I. It was such a, you know, that was a part of my childhood. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, it was so to get the and something that you know that people don't do. Do I don't know if you remember this, but they had the Macy's catalog because my mom used to give them to us. Like, look at your toys for Christmas. Like, I remember. I understand we want to save trees. I get it. I do. It's, it's not as sustainable as you want it to be, but the Macy's what are, what catalog. What you Bring like, back the catalog. It, it, the catalog. The catalog. It, do, you, do you know how many trees Kill they had to trees. cut down? Do them catalog? Them catalogs be thick. I know, but I no. Know. I, I used to go straight to the toy section, but no. I, I I sit down and I mean those are some really good examples of you know not adapting to push your business forward. And I think in yeah. hindsight, of course, if these, the leadership and the people that were in place um, would have thought or had a little bit more forward thinking, yep. they would have, That's you know, it. tried to That's adapt it. to the times that we were going to be, you know, evolving into. Um and see, and that's why it's so important to go back to what you said earlier, people. have a soundboard, have people around you, experts, you know, mentors, people that can mm-hmm. help you make these decisions to help you see what you might not be seeing. Right. You know, uh, it, it drives me you crazy. See. Sight beyond what you can see. Mm-hmm. And your, my, your brain can only go so far and you have to have folks in place. It's you know, yeah. people are afraid. It's out of fear. They don't want people to think, you know, I, I, I'll say some people are afraid to have folks that, you know, may potentially take over. I could I care yeah. less. I yeah. want to, as long as we all get across the finish line, let's do it. Um, but I mean, those are some amazing examples because block. I, I want to go back to Blockbuster for a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand how, you know, big blockbuster was like an event blockbuster was on a friday night if your parents said blockbuster let's go to blockbuster you know it's it's like like, now everybody says netflix and chill at the time (laughs) it was like blockbuster night it's gonna be a blockbuster night See, yeah, they, no. don't, they okay. don't know. They don't know. They, they don't. don't. We were, just, this, this is, let me let me talk to my age. Let me reel it back in. Reel it back in. Okay, so no, those are great examples of infrastructure. So I think that, you know, it's important, like you said, to have folks in place to have um uh, to make sure that you um, foundational components that you need, resources, tools. If you don't have that, we do have module four, which is entitled infrastructure, where we can help you out with those components and building up your business the correct way. Um, I think that we're going to probably wrap it here um, to make sure that you guys can uh, just check out, you know, our, our service offerings. We have it readily available 
on the website, and that is at www.ccreativehead, C-R-E, the number 8, T-I-V-E-H-E-A-D-S. Um, it's also seen on the screen. Um, and then you can catch us on Instagram as well to kind of keep up with what we're doing, and that's at creativehead, C-R-E, the number 8, T-I-V-E-H-E-D-S. Check us out every week. You never know who's going to make the cut or what's going to make the cut. Um we are going to wrap it up. This has been fun. We always, you know, try to give you the information to, you know, help you make some sound decisions. But if nothing else, we will see you in the next couple of weeks. Um, and uh, we will, you know, go from there. So, no, thanks, Tiffany. Thank you for you had some good examples. I'm still the music. This is new. So keep, you know, he always gives us some good music um, to uh, <laughs> wrap up to. <laughs> So if nothing else, folks, keep us. He's on something different. Uh, we will see you guys in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Take care. Oh my god, this is crazy. Bye. <laughs> this is great. You want to tell me what this is all about? Until next time. He said you and your partners will be lined in chalk. I didn't know that. <laughs> I had no listen. This, I, I, I'm over here.